Hello and welcome to Whoa Podcast. Yeah. We answer life's questions or question life's answers. Oh shit. That's a bit too much. I need another hit for that one, dude. <laughs> Basically, this is a podcast based on nerdity, comic books, video nerdity, pop nerdy. culture, and just all around anything. Good times. Good, Good times. times. And uh, a bit of tree every once in a while because we got a wealth of knowledge there too. So why not throw that in? <laughs> plenty of ganja. Plenty of ganja, <laughs> plenty of ganja being ganja. In, in, in California. So uh, we have okay. a lot of shit to talk about. It's E3, day oh, one today. My. God, they released some crazy shit. Crazy shit, which means we've been through all the press conferences. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. So let's just dive right into also, you've been, we've been talking a lot about the, uh, uh, before we get into the E3 stuff, like we'll dive into something else that we've been talking about, like comics. Because yes. I love me some comics. Yeah, um, Amazon, what was it? It was like Amazon and Comixology, they released a bunch of stuff. Um like together and i haven't gone through all the comicology or comicsology ones so comicsology is an amazon company right um i'm not gonna guarantee anything but i know I think that that's it, what i saw was that comicsology is directly like by amazon like by amazon oh Amazon's okay. like prime oh. membership service now oh there we go but yeah i mean they had like a whole bunch of uh comics that were just for free and it was fucking beautiful um i i will say there are definitely some less than fun ones but they also have like a new elephant man in there which is always fun i love elephant man it's nice. like what is elephant man about elephant man it's like um it's these guys that were designed for war so they're built like either elephants rhinoceroses giraffes uh alligators all this <laughs> shit and it's about their life after the war so it's kind of a reflection on um <clears throat> Veterans, that's the fucking word. <laughs> that's pretty uh, good. That's good. Yeah, that's it's cool because it's thinking about like, what do you do when you come back from war and you're still designed for war? Yeah. And it kind of goes off the whole uh, sci-fi pulp thing. So think about like um, just short, kind of almost cheesy sci-fi stories. And there's also this whole funny following where girls are obsessed with the elephant men because they have elephant dicks. Really? Is I'm not even no. kidding. That's a part of the fucking Jeez, comic. I was like, I'm like, oh, I wish you all could have seen his I face right were, there. No, you're fucking with me for sure. He's like, all right, this guy's not paying attention about this elephant man. <laughs> no, no, elephant dicks. Yeah. Um, hmm. But anyways, this one, it's it's okay. It's um, it's pretty fun. It keeps you engaged the whole time. Plus the whole like, what is it? It's a uh, Kindle or Comicsology you said that did that assisted reading thing yeah, that they yeah, have. Yeah. Um, that's really oh, that's cool. amazing. That that I did see a lot about that. That. Um, guided reading i think is what they call it that's amazing that that i think that that's amazing to i know you hate the term graphic novels but unfortunately <laughs> they're graphic novels the, you know no, comic books and then they list things as i guess that's also walking dead specifically says it's a graphic novel not a comic book yeah and so moving on from the topic of what we were just talking about with with uh, walking dead being a graphic novel uh, what else are comic books think you're Well, reading? yeah, so uh, what they also released was a, uh, a couple Star Wars ones. They got a Darth Vader one that's out, and uh, I'll be honest, I'm really not much of a Star Wars fan. I feel like it's Western in space, but I'm a big critic of fucking everything, so that's what happens. Kind um, of is. It kind <clears> of is just, like, Western-style stuff. It, it is. Yeah. Oh, I kind of view it also as, like, a, it's more Japanese-style, where you have the emperors and the ruling classes and everything like that, but the Western-style was based off the samurai Japanese. Yada, yada, yada. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, um, it's actually a pretty cool comic, the Star Wars Darth Vader one. It's I just like 
Vader's character, and it's just fun to see him a little bit more out and about. And they use, uh, I, I'm pretty sure they use images from the film, or from the films to base their drawings off of. It, yeah. At least that's what it looks like with these. Um, like <clears throat> yeah. I know it's pretty fucking. I mean, and who doesn't here. want to know like an origin story of Darth Vader? What a what a cool character that just never really got fleshed out. Like Boba Fett. Boba Fett was a great character. That he's somehow... in here with a Wookie. Nice. He's he, he's in here with a fucking Wookie. I need to find Boba Fett's Wookie. They tried to make him look all badass and whatnot. See, look, he's even got a scar and everything. That's amazing. Looks like a Wookie. Look at that motherfucker. He's got like a Celtic <laughs> knot right above his crotch. So so moving forward, we're yeah. gonna go ahead. We're gonna pick some comic series. That we're gonna go go run down. We're gonna go get get really deep into them, and then we're gonna kind of review them, talk about them, pick our favorites. And the next like, you know, every week we'll we'll probably decide on one that we're gonna kind of highlight and showcase. Something solid, or y'all can you know, if enough of you advise something, we can hunt something down and really dig into it. If you want us to, we can do it. Otherwise, we're just gonna keep fucking reading on our own. Yeah, exactly. So send us a uh, uh, email at. Hits at gmail.com so we're gonna go ahead and move on to our next big topics everything from e3 all right my uh want to apologize because uh where we chose to do episode one was in a garage where there's a water heater and i noticed <laughs> that was coming through sometimes that'll happen because we're using ac anyways uh, area. E3, holy shit. Oh my god. All the press conferences uh, were just happening. And it's just like, holy shit, I don't even know where to start. So you said you didn't catch Nintendo. I'm going to go ahead and open up with Nintendo because yes, that's probably me. the most tell lighthearted me. one. But dude, <laughs> let's get into lighthearted first. Super Smash. Super Smash. Oh, it's happening again. Wombo Combo! Did you see anything about it at all? No? No. no Yay, I, I get to tell you all about it. <laughs> Nintendo had a million <laughs> things like happen. like an excited little child. Yeah, Nintendo had a million things happen. I love the fact that uh, Fallout Shelter is oh my God, Fallout. Anyway. on the Switch now, which is a beautiful screen, and, and it's touchscreen, and it's just like, uh, I'm all up. I, I didn't think I would be at first, but I'm totally up for having more games that I've even had before. Just like, it's a great system to play. I like to explore that this might be great to play again. Right, yeah, like, it's, well, I don't know, it's just a fun new platform. At first, I'm like, fuck, all these apps and whatnot, and I remember playing, um, like, having to pay $3 for a Metal Slug game that you got to play, like, three levels of, and then that was it. Oh, yeah, fuck you remember all that. those and the flip phones? That was yeah, good no, shit. You, yeah. and, and even then, that was amazing at that time. But God, like that was crazy. How the, where handhelds is at, I mean, they just, also, that's how the top of their conference started, was they announced Fortnite. Fortnite for and the, and the celebrity program just ended. Congratulations, Marshmallow and uh, Ninja for your win, and I hope you guys choose a really awesome charity, which I'm sure you already have. Um, yeah, hopefully we'll see. But uh, the fact that Fortnite they announced it for Switch and people knew like no brainer that's where it should be. It should be on that system, but, but they were it's like it's announced today and it's available at 10 a.m. and I was like oh shit it's like right <laughs> after this conference ends like. You got us, motherfuckers. Yeah, and <laughs> I actually haven't even jumped into it, but I'm uh, I'm going to, especially now it's on the Switch, and they just announced the whole new. They just literally announced that there's going to be a whole world cup next year. 
Oh, shit. Like starting nice. in the fall of 2018. Yeah, we're probably both going to be getting into that. We're going to start a co-op podcast, too, for sure, just to show how you can destroy gaming. Yeah, this is going to be kind of uh, the flagship that, that kind of lets us branch into the other things we want to do. We're going to go ahead and, and start kind of like a co-op streaming channel a little bit. You know, yeah. Um, so when Battletoads comes out, <laughs> <laughs> Battletoads can't believe that was announced. Oh my god, it's fucking happening again! Like, I, I at first I was, and it's being developed by Rare. Yeah, which I think is a perfect company to develop it. I mean, you just perfect. have the Donkey Kong fun background with that, and you know yeah. that's what they're going to focus on. They're not going to try and make it like a. No offense, love God of War, but it's not going to be like <laughs> Battletoads, God of War. Yeah, no. and and they would. I don't know. I might play that. Maybe. Okay, <laughs> if it had a good writer, I'm going to be honest. If it had a, good, a good writer, writer that could be writer. fun. I mean, if I wrote it, I'm just like, I'm just like. But, um, Produced by Cliffy B. <laughs> Cliffy B. Okay, okay, we'll see how he goes with it. We're going to get another Gears. So uh, Super Smash. I'm going to go yes. ahead and tell you all about it. It's get on. Super Let's hear it. Smash Brothers Ultimate. Yeah, you should take a hit. Take a hit. I'm going to do get it. Ready I'm doing it. I need you to take this it. hit. Okay. He's lighting the bowl. As he inhales... So it seems like they're paying attention to the community on this one. Because every single character from every single Super Smash is in this oh, roster. Oh, shit. Every single character. They if didn't you, pull out. Even if they've been there for one time, so Solid Snake is back. Fuck yes. Um, every single character. Any character that was ever there. Apparently now all the Pokemons are part of Pokemon Trainer. You can switch them Pokemons, all Pokemons, really? Yeah. Like all of them? All, like the, the, not all of them, but like all the big main ones. Like they're all oh, combined okay. as one character that you can switch oh, all at, like seamlessly, I guess. Oh, you can switch between, that's cool. You know, Ivysaur, Charizard. Yeah, Pichu, all that good stuff. Peach, all the Pokemon. I want to be Nidoking. Nidoking was my shit. It's funny because now we're going to get to take a look at this whole roster and you realize how heavy a Pokemon it's been. You're like, I was never, I mean, okay, yeah, if, a lot of people love Pokemon, but not not I. I, okay, when it first came out, I remember having uh, Pokemon Yellow. That was the okay, shit because yeah. you had red and blue, right? And then you had yellow, which was after it, which is like, you know what? It's not your basic primary colors. Fucking yellow. So and they you just had all that cool shit. And it was the color of Pikachu already, so you yeah. had to love it. So they, I, you, dude, that was my favorite one of all time. But they just released a new Pokemon game on Switch. It's free. It's basically because like let's go Pikachu or let's go Eevee, and it's basically poke. I think it's it's Pokemon Three because you get the whole thing is done by like Pokemon Three, but you get like your your Pikachu follows you. Which one was Pokemon Three? Or, or not yet? Pokemon Three? I'm sorry, Pokemon Yellow. Yeah, yeah. It's just okay. like Pokemon Yellow, which I consider Pokemon Three because it was red, well, it blue, is. and then sequentially. Yeah, yeah, sequentially. Sorry, that's how it was back in the day. That's my fault. I'm dating myself for sure. Dude, <laughs> I remember playing that shit on the Game Boy, and then yeah. like you you completed that one level where the um you were on the uh the the ship the cruise ship yeah and it's all you must wait another year for this ship to come back. And I wasn't even thinking. Oh, okay, it's gonna be in the next game. I was like, hmm, I wonder if I run this game for one year straight and I killed, like, 20 AAA batteries just letting my game run. I was like, maybe if I clock up a year on the game. No, the game was not good. Come on. <laughs> you sell it. So basically, it's, it's, hey, you, oh, there goes my water heater. I'm sorry, guys. Basically, it's, hey, you, uh, or it's, it's Pokemon Yellow, but it's, it's also done in a format of they mix Pokemon Go. So like you can see all the Pokemon like and you can you can see them on the maps and you can walk up to them and attack them and it's basically Pokemon Yellow, just like revamped <coughs> and done up really nicely. It's it's super crazy. That's interesting. It I'm is. Interesting. So so like 
You said Pokemon Go, so they're like, what? You gotta move. You gotta you get out of the house. No, 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 no. It, you, you, it's it moves because it's Pokemon Yellow. But imagine all the Pokemon Go, all the sprites look pretty large, and and the Pokemon are basically they're not hidden. Oh, all, okay. If you're going into battle, yeah, yeah, you can see them there. So that's okay, like the that's Pokemon cool. Go element where you see what you want to go after and capture it, but and you decide how you, you know. Do you remember uh, what was it, Pokemon Snap? Dude, yeah. That was the shit. There was all those hidden Pokemon, and you were just, you like, find like, a Mew in the background. The fuck, you could throw apples. Remember where you just played that level where you just threw hella, like, apples and shit, and fucking you were just, like, exhausted all your Pokeballs? What a crazy game. Oh, God, that was good shit, and, though. And why did that game get as big as it did? No one fucking knows. It's, there's no reason that the game should have been as big as it did, but it, just, it was beautiful. It was just so awesome. Um, anyway, Shwiggity. Anyway, so we're gonna <laughs> Super go ahead. Smash. There's so much for it, and we're so fucking excited. Yeah, for that shit. Every single character. <coughs> and there's like a lot of uh, man. The new design on it, Link looks so good in his new look. So good for Breath of the Wild. Oh yeah, yeah. They well, had the championship really. too. They had the Invitational today. Not championship. I'm sorry. They had the Invitational where a bunch of people were invited. and They had a little bracket of really top esports players. Oh, uh, cool. uh, you know, MK Leon and Zero, I think, were in the finals. I believe MK Leon brought it all home. Uh, but dude, he was dominating most of those <laughs> games, like straight up dominating in his little scarf. But um, it's awesome. I, I, I just, I really think that they're really. The problem with it, a lot of people didn't like with Nintendo's presentation is that they. It was like, here's a couple games in the beginning and trailers, and then basically it was literally like 35 minutes of. Uh, Super Smash <laughs> stuff. Like it was like, and here's every character, and here is how each character has a special, unique. And they went down this like. So they just went over the whole roster and everything that people did instead of presenting a lot of games. They just in depth Mario. Or, it's I mean Super Smash. Well, I will tell you something else that got announced that was like holy shit. But they is let another Mario with game. Super Mario Party, and it's crazy because wow. you can take the switches. And you can take multiple ones and, and put them next to each other in weird angles, and it changes how this mini games work sometimes. Oh, so you can like local. Oh, dude, local <laughs> as fuck. Yes, yeah, like, that's cool. So it, so it could actually switches. look like a little board game in a way. Yeah, in a way. Yeah. Like, oh, that's like, cool. I don't know if it'll look entirely like a board game, but there are certain mini games that they show that you can like like there be a track or there, or your character. Yeah. Different, yeah, you can synchronize it's so it. Fascinating to see it. Okay, that was a fun one. Super. I was like another Mario because they do it every fucking year. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Even I, though he is a beautiful character that you can carry on, and they pin the franchise on, and honestly, it works. Everybody loves him. I think he's solid. Even the movie, everyone hates on the movie. I don't care. I love John Leguizamo in that movie. <laughs> and uh, oh god, what's his name? Famous British actor. I love that man. Bob Hoskins. I think that was Bob Hoskins. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Dude, so I love that movie. Starlink is uh, is a pretty amazing thing too. That oh. I was. I, I wanted to go ahead and jump ship because it's a good segue because yep. Nintendo had a cool presentation. Pretty much all talked about Super Smash, which we're all undoubtedly excited for. But Ubi Ubisoft went ahead and talked about their game Starlink, and Starlink is technically what's uh, you're going to hear some of the audio here because I'm playing this trailer. It might be annoyingly loud. Sorry, but. This is my first time seeing it, so bear yeah, with me, y'all. Yeah, it's Tyler's first time, so... Starlink is a game, basically think of how Skylanders worked. This goes onto your PS4 controller, and you build your ships, and you can buy mods. It's going to be this thing where like, you build a version of your ship in a small um, 
form. You know what okay. I mean? Okay. And it's like you have a little pad that it's just like the Skylanders thing. They're using their technology with the NFC. Like oh, Amiibos. okay. Yeah, and so this is crazy because Ubisoft is is making Star Fox a character in that game. Uh, this game comes out pretty soon too. Star Fox just looks bad. And, and this is a great example because uh, this partnership, I'm really... So wait, Star Fox is back? Star Fox is going to be a character in this game. In Starlink. In Starlink, yeah. He's not really... So it's like within the Star Fox universe? It's... I don't think so, man. I, I okay. have no idea. I think they're just like, cool, here's... It's a battle game and... Oh, here's Starlink, and now yeah. we have him as yeah. like oh, okay, like a DLC. Or and just something. To, I'm gonna give you another oh, yeah. idea for how this shit's supposed to work. This okay. is one of their earliest concepts. Like when they announced the game in the very beginning, which might have been last E3. This game comes out, I think, in end of the month or Mixing next month. Mixing your modular toys and seeing them instantly come to life on your screen can be done in four easy steps. One, install your Joy Cons on your Starlink yeah. Battle for Oh, that's cool. Controller. It looks sick. Two, Slide in a pilot with specific abilities you and need. So it's three. I don't know if you did see Skylanders, but yeah, you choose your pilot. Oh, yeah, I, I I worked at Toys R Us when all the Skylanders came out. Yeah, so trust me. Just like that, and you can get weapons, and I'm sure you can buy better ones. Or, or you know, it's a whole different thing. There's no loot boxes. Like you're gonna go to the store and physically buy the shit. Way to sell toys, that's for sure. Right, but it's also like if these ships look really cool, then people would collect these. I think there's a really good niche here. I think that that's that's something that's highly explorable. And I want to see more of it, to be honest. More of it. Um, Do it. And that leads <laughs> us into another segue of, you know, like, because all those are going to have, like, nuclear-powered weapons, maybe, man, these starships. And, and yeah, so nuclear. If that happens, like, there might be some kind of fallout Oh, that would happen. Oh, Fallout 76. See how that seamless transition was? Yeah. We are masters of this shit, as you can tell. Masters of the segue. Anyways. So Bethesda, man. Oh my god. Okay, so I was all into that press conference until there was this large conversation about what was going to be had for dinner in my house, but let's ignore that. But anyways, <laughs> um, yeah, Bethesda. I, God, my nipples get erect for Bethesda. I, I can't <laughs> help it. They've had my heart ever since uh, Fallout 3. And, I mean, God, Fallout 3, Sorry, I'm going to just say it now. It was, for me, it's, it's still the best one. Um, I'm going to say better than 4 because... Sorry, all that crafting, it really broke me from what I was used to, and I felt like I had to craft so much to get the best shit in the game, and I wanted the best shit in the game, but I also am really <coughs> into the canon and the lore of uh, Fallout, because it's just, it's beautiful and so satirical, and they have Lovecraft. The main problem is that it's not, it's not over yet, like, we don't... Okay, a lot of people didn't like the base building thing, but how much is Bethesda listening to that? We're gonna, we're gonna give them the benefit of the doubt and say... Probably listening reasonably. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. I feel like they're going to be evolving so much. I was just saying because, like, it wasn't a style I was used to for Fallout. It kind of caught me off guard, but it was still a very Fallout No, game. yeah, I, I I, I'm it, but... saying <clears throat> I'm saying we have a reason maybe even to be worried about the future of what happens in this next game. Are they going to double down on that? Like, are you going to mm. do this now with multiple people? I know that you're supposed to have that trailer that, that moves around with you, but... but is that what it is? A trailer? It's like a trailer that I think you can huh. take it with you. You can you leave it somewhere. That's and your donkey. That's why I'm wondering, like, and how did these server? There's still so many questions. I'm more excited than ever, but I still have more questions. Well, I, I love the fact that they're limiting these servers to only several dozen people, they said. So That's, you don't have to worry, like, about all these fucking people and these motherfuckers who play this game from sun up to sundown <laughs> with, you know, some cracks in their bellies and just picking out the wontons. 
Um, one Tom Zucker. Um, but nonetheless, because you have people like that on, say, uh, ESO, right? And you love that game, True. but there's some people who are so boss at it, you're just like, I kind of don't want to walk around you. you no, just, exactly, yeah. Because you feel bad about yourself, <laughs> but it's also, you realize they have to leave the horrible life to play that 24-7, or a beautiful life podcasting. Well, it's even nice. it's even just like how, uh, my mom's like one of those people. She's put, she's put <laughs> in happens. a lot of hours in ESO that she gets so upset She when she plays me. She's like, God, you're still here? You're still in this area? She's like, Haven't you moved into all these expansions Fucking yet? Fucking new! And I was like, dude, no. <laughs> I don't have any of that shit. I, you know, and, and that game's great. That game is still oh, yeah. strong. ESO is so solid. Uh, <clears throat> I'm happy that they brought out Skyrim or not Skyrim Somerset. Elder Scrolls 6 oh yeah and they brought it up just because everybody was going on about it what I'm curious about Starfield. is like yeah but what I'm oh god we'll get into that one we'll in get a into that. but uh, what I'm curious about is what nerds are gonna do to uncover what part of the uh, what part of Tamriel that is because I mean first you have the coast and then you have a certain building on an angle so right now we have a lot of nerds with a lot of cannon <laughs> who can, like, sift through that shit. And, I like, two years, three years ago, I'd probably have been able to tell you exactly where on Tamriel that was. I think, hopefully, it'll be in Black Marsh. But, that would be so But wait, cool. now we're dealing with a whole new... We're at, they added so much to the canon because of Easter. Now we're dealing with the portals, and now we're dealing with alternate dimensions, basically. Like, well, that was actually always in the Elder Scrolls. That's actually oh, totally. what part of it is. Well, the Oblivion Gates were like some of the yeah, earliest yeah. installations. And I think what they do is they actually shape some of their physics off of Lovecraftian stuff. I'm not even kidding. Like, um, oh, God. The, the one who was in Dragonborn. He's based off of Shagoth, which is a Lovecraft character. Or it might be Shagoth. It might not. Lovecraftians don't bite me in the ass for that. Go fuck yourselves. We love Lovecraft. Um, anyways, uh, I, I believe it was Shagoth, but it was a Lovecraftian god that they based it on, and um, that was like the 13th one. He's like the final Daedric prince that you find after all the other 12, and yada yada. You gotta love it. Anyways, let's go back to Fallout, because that's what really fucking matters here. Um, Fallout I wanted to tell you, 76. So Fallout 76, I want to tell you, yeah, it's set in West Virginia. Uh, one of the craziest things, when they came out in the Microsoft presentation beforehand, and you know, like five hours before, uh, an awesome thing he had to say was, check it out, it's four times the size of Fallout 4. And I'm like, that's already uh, pretty, you know, when Fallout 3 happened, Fallout 4 had to be bigger. How much bigger was Fallout 4 than Fallout 3? So much. It's, it's big enough, it's big enough to make a huge difference, like, it's big enough to, to really, really get a scope of, like, oh shit, that game was big, this game's, like, Three times bigger. It was at least twice or three times the oh size. Oh god, of Fallout it was 3. so massive because you have Fallout Three and then you also had Fallout New Vegas. And I don't care what people say, I still like Fallout I love New, New Vegas. Vegas. It, I love I the canon and everything. And cool. there were so many hard, like, hard lessons. For fuck's sake, they have a lesson on rape consolation. Yeah, that's insane. Or the mission where you try and save the little girl from being sold into child prostitution, and the, eventually you can't save her. The tone her. was different. The tone yeah. was so different. The tone was, different. and because they gave it to a different <laughs> a different studio, they basically had that engine. They let a different studio make that. That was awesome. I thought that was a really good way of doing it. This is similar. This is super similar. And the fact that this is going to be multiplayer, you can play alone. Here's the th here's the main thing I was curious about. He said no. A player with a player where every person was a character. Did he mean that literally? Like, 
And he probably did. Like every person you meet. Like I, that's no what NPCs? I'm wondering though, because like if you think about the Fallout, you know, universe and everything, when I was trying to think of who were the people that first came out, the ones that were building the settles, the settlements and everything. <laughs> um, words. Fuck. THC. It's a beautiful thing. Anyways. Uh, the first ones out, I think, might have been from vault Tech, Because I'm thinking about other places that had shelters. There are people that turned into super mutants and yeah. ghouls and everything like that. But I need to look more at the canon. By the way, Bethesda, make a Fallout book, okay? I'm a literature nerd. I've already read through some Elder Scrolls. Fallout, or please. Or a comic. Oh. You can put a comic about, like... I'll write a comic for you, Bethesda, and it will be beautiful, I swear. Uh, so I can't believe I'm drawing a blank. What are the... Uh, what's the company that these uh, people are employed by? Where the Vault Tech. Oh, Vault Tech. What's yeah, the yeah. company? Is there a company, parent company, above that? A parent company for Vault Tech. Uh, I there was uh Robco who Vault Tech worked with, um, and uh, I think Atomic something else. I, I'm sorry. Vault Tech is the I main. I think more. main. Well, yeah, because they're kind of like the head controllers of everything, and it's like you don't know exactly what they were getting at because they were always manipulating people. All these vaults were actually experiments on humans, uh, which is a great idea. I love that. What if they did like a comic book series like called Adventures of Vault Boy? They did it all in that art style. Oh, that would be, that would be the greatest. Like, like look at some 1950s, yeah. 1940s uh, comics and how that shit came out. Yeah. And, oh my god, that would be the and that, shit. And that style, like, I mean, Retro's a thing. Their whole, their whole game and, and theme proves it. They don't need to change anything about the theme. They just can do different timelines in this era, and, and it really works out. But yeah, yeah. no, I mean, um, I also just love the whole Fallout theme of you know they took the whole nineteen fifties, nineteen sixties futurism, futurism, that's yeah. the word, and just kind of blew it up. And I don't know. Hold on, there's some thoughts there. Well, kind of like a uh, Bioshock. Bioshock yeah. had Rapture, and that was I thought that had a really good artistic take in the first one. I played the second one. I really liked the multiplayer, but I didn't play Infinite. But we're we're getting a little off topic. Let's progress a little bit more here. Um, For seventy six, we're excited. We're curious. We need yeah. to know more about what you're gonna do with us, Bethesda. Yeah. I know you're gonna run into yeah. some hiccups. I'm not blaming those on you. We're not, Todd Howard. You're a deliciously horrible man. Just so you know. I think that they got. A lot of things. I think they're they're paying attention because they they seem to. Come on, it, it's time. They're reading the weather. It seems like it's time. Oh God! Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Out. He he definitely knows what we want because there's a bunch of megatons. He's like, there's a bunch of uh, areas where if you want, you know, I mean, you you can blow them up. I'm like, oh, Todd Howard, you yes. beautiful man. Because like honestly, you think. That was my favorite part of Fallout 3, was blowing up Megaton. I'm going to be honest. I'm I like, oh! I didn't do so that. I don't, I don't know. Oh, sorry. I Maybe I did. Is no, you pretty... go to Tenpenny Tower, and he's like, I really don't like the look of Megaton, so if you could kind of blow it up for me. And you're like, yeah, sure. You don't but have to, but I did. Three can't times. you, and you can go to the, I think I've been to the city. That's one of the first, like, early Megaton is the first place that you run into in That's Fallout 3. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, That's why I was like, I know that city. And you can just destroy it. I did so much random shit in that game. I really can't. But do. they have mutated sloths in the new one, and then <laughs> mutated bats. I thought that was cool. They made a mutated bat into like this dragon thing. No, that's Mothman. Is that? 
That's what they're doing no. in West Virginia lore. They're gonna go into West Virginia lore. Fuck yes, I, was, I love Mothman. He's I the was, coolest. I thought, but I thought they had, they did have a mutated bat though, because it they had did. the sonar thing. They but did. that was that was the evolution. I of I think the there's Mothman another. Thing. There, I think there's a lot of West Virginia lore, like like. Oh yeah, they said they were gonna be getting into in. that. Um, I, I love that song though. Like every song that they instantly put for Fallout, no matter what, I listen to it. I'm like, okay, now I love this song. It yeah. just puts you there in yeah. the wasteland, this beautiful land where there's like. I don't know, not that many humans. It's I like it. Uh, I liked it for the first time in a Fallout game. We're gonna see some vegetation, like. Well, there was that in three, but it was hidden, which is a little. Different. The developers said but, yeah, specifically yeah, yeah. that there's a joke between all the developers of Fallout Three and I think Four too. They said the only green you get to see is on the Pit Boy, <laughs> on the Pit Boy like, screen. No green. Yeah, They're like it's really hard to make a, a a place feel alive with all the yellow and just dead things all over the place, but. It did. One thing I'm curious about, uh, and Bethesda, if you can get on this, I don't know if this is part of it or not, the whole thing with the monsters and where they're being created by the uh, radiation, I'm wondering, because there is a sloth in one area, and as far as I know, I don't think sloths are in West Virginia. So I'm wondering if, like, you, you blow up a zoo, if you choose to blow up a zoo, some animals get radi or irradiated, Probably. and that happens, and you can kind of, like, by bombing certain places, you yeah. get certain monsters. Yeah. You know that would be interesting. I think so. Um, I think I think games are really going into. I saw a theme this year at E three that the games are going into seasons, and they're they're really like Forza is doing this whole thing where the seasons are going to change, and as the seasons change, the tracks get totally different. Like the snow, the track will be in snow, and I think the seasons. Oh are yeah, be, I always think that's hella cool when they I, do that. And, and like, I think uh, it's going to be like a tri monthly updates. You know what I mean? I think it's going to be like season pass shit. Like uh, like the that way would be nice. Games are updated. Yeah, I remember the first time I ran into that was actually with, um, oh, what the fuck was it? DC Universe. <laughs> and they started having these different things for the different seasons yeah. and then Halloween and yeah. whatnot. And it was just kind of fun. Um, yeah. Uh, so I think that day one is, is well underway. There's a lot of shit that we took away that we're not done yet. Uh, but we're probably going to take a little break and we're going to come back and might even come back with some day two predictions or some day two... Uh, reactions yeah so uh pack one up and we'll see you in a minute see you in a minute Toodles. all right and so we're back day two happened and yeah. day two uh nothing really exciting i gotta say nintendo dropped the cave they dropped the super smash bomb the other day but they opened today's video conference on day two with fucking more super smash and it became like okay <coughs> too much super smash i'm not going to talk about any more super smash yeah we're just going to avoid that besides saying it's it's kind of like teasing somebody for three fucking hours yeah. you know there's no there's no actual give there it's like okay we've seen it we know it's a tease stop scripting either put out or shut up or show us something else could use a different script um i want to go ahead and real quick get out of the way Apologies for if you hear us munching. We've been indulging in the ganj. And oh, yeah. Just because we live in beautiful California, it allows us <laughs> to do such. Um, but sometimes you'll hear that water heater. We're still also working out a little bit of this, this uh, format. So apologies to the awkward first episode. Yeah, as but, we figure you know, out. watch more. So we'll get funding, and then we'll actually get a place to fucking record. Or, you know, <laughs> I don't know, put egg parts up or something. <laughs> well, just as we're fig figuring out also the formatting of the episodes and what we want our segments to be, 
We just kind of wanted this to be very open-ended. And so we're going to talk a little bit about some more Bethesda stuff because you're still awestruck by some awesome things. Tyler's going to dig a little bit more into what he was thinking about uh, Cyberpunk. Yeah, so, uh, wait, was Cyberpunk... Cyberpunk was Microsoft, though, right? I'm sorry. Yeah. That was Microsoft. Um, It's all right. We'll go to Bethesda. We are another time, but yeah. Uh, Cyberpunk's actually looking really trippy. I am a fan of, like, that old-school 1950s, 1960s Ray Bradbury, Philip K. Dick just kind of Mm sci-fi, which I fucking love. You know, I'm a bit of a dickhead. That's just how we are. Uh Um, (laughs) But uh, he's... No, not he. Not Dick. Uh, The... Game's looking really trippy so far as um, just has so many options in it. The character's it's name... It's beautiful looking, too. Yeah. Though. It's really, oh, really God. wonderful. It's fucking gorgeous. The character's name is V, so I'm just kind of going to deal with that. I, I love <laughs> V for Vendetta, so I'm like, all right, we're going to go with whatever it is. It's an easy name that people can refer to your custom character as. I'm which sure, is yeah. Which something that you have to deal with when customizing characters. It's like... They've yet to perfect it where you can type whatever name and then they'll say it. Except for, uh, oh shit, what was great? Uh, again, we're gonna go to Fallout 4, Codsworth. You could name your character either Fuckface or Fuck, and he will say, Mr. Fuck. <laughs> it was so beautiful. I love that. Anyways, but yeah, Cyberpunk's looking really cool, and I'm gonna have to dig into that a bit more. It's really reminding me of, um, uh, Okay, I'm going to say, do androids dream of electric sheep? Blade Runner, that's the oh, one. Yeah, oh. yeah, it's reminded me of uh, Blade Runner. And I love that they're bringing back cyberpunk. I am so tired of steampunk. I'm sorry. It's these fucking theater kids. They've ruined it for me. <laughs> <laughs> like, I took a costume-creating class, and uh, that, that, that's all they were. It was just a bunch of theater kids. Doing steampunk stuff, yeah. I mean, like, that was such a big... It was cool visually, and I appreciate it, but I love that they're going back to some cyberpunk, because I personally think it's a lot more intellect and a lot more thought. Yeah, I think that's very true. Super cool. Um, So, sorry, move the mic real quick. Oh yeah, also the, uh, what was it, the team behind it, CD Project Red, uh, that was for The Witcher, and I'm actually really curious about The Witcher movie, because they're using Mads Mikkelsen. Who's a beautiful? He's really, he's the perfect. Actor. I know what he is. If he's Swedish, Norwegian, Finnish, he's Viking. He's a fucking Viking. Whatever. He's got the right face for it, like with that scar too. He's like. one eye. <laughs> Did you ever see the Viking one with him, where he played a like one eye or something? No, no. I gotta find that movie. It's beautiful. There is man rape in it, but that's just what Vikings did. Vikings were really big on the man rape. Sometimes. Anyways, but The Witcher, Witcher 3 is beautiful, and I mean, God, you've got that massive fan base to follow. Speaking of fan bases to follow, though, let's talk about Rage 2 and what happened Rage with the Mad two. Max game. Well, like, that's what I think we were talking about that. We touched on it a little bit in the first half of this, talking about how uh, Rage 2 might have actually been what, what Mad Max was, and uh, Mad Max, when Mad Max got canceled and i guess there was a big hubbub with the rights well mad and, max too right uh yeah because the mad first max one's too. made yeah yeah but i mean also i think there was a big problem with the rights and they couldn't make that so oh, that game didn't happen rights. but also um they think that 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 game was pretty much done and i guess that they just kept that engine around and that might be why we have rage 2 all of a sudden <laughs> yes <laughs> okay um anyways 
Rage 2, all of a sudden, the game that nobody asked for, but now we're having it, and now we're like, wait, we might just like this. I love how they're playing it off like, Rage 2, yeah, you were all so ready for this, and it's like, I don't think anybody asked no. for this. And it's kind of shown by like how much of a big deal they're making about it all over the place. Like, yeah. I don't understand exactly what they're thinking, but... I love the whole Andrew WK. Oh, God, dude, Andrew WK is still out there just partying, apparently. Dude, he's going crazy. <laughs> I, I just... What I want, though, is that kind of stuff in the game. Like, when you start whooping ass and killing people, I want Andrew oh, WK Andrew to start WK. playing yeah. in the background. That's, that is a perfect soundtrack, and it's I hope so they, they paid the money for the rights for that. But look, um, let's also talk about... Let's throw a speculation on something like Starfield. What could yes. Starfield be like? Okay, so Starfield has so many possibilities behind it, because you are looking at something that yeah. it's it's it, they're diving into uh, a creative universe they ground up created how the physics of this are going to be they're going to have all their monsters they're going to have all their different species the way the science is built um that's all bethesda and that's their pure creativity because they've been assigned to other games uh i think other titles that have already been established but now ground up i mean physically ground up they've made the whole physics of the game and they're they've gone a bit god mode on it which i respect entirely i love when writing to create your own universe you can make whatever planets you want whatever monsters you want yeah so that's what they did and they had a whole shit ton of fun with it and it makes me just so curious to see what they did because they've had ideas brewing like crazy and now they have the creative freedom just explore that. Yeah. And, um, and let's also talk about... I don't uh, really know the physics of the game that much, though. No. No, I don't either. And I'm just, like, uh, that whole thing... And we're going to just jump back and forth, but that uh, the physics... Speaking of physics, what I thought had amazing physics was when I was watching uh, Dying Light 2. Presentation on that. Oh, First my person physics. God. I never played Dying Light. I don't know. And now watching the trailer for that one, I'm like, how did I miss... Right, no, that's kind of how I felt after I watched that. I'm like, is is how this skip... how the first one was? Because I'm gonna be honest, this looks dope. How did I skip on this? This how, appeases how I... my inner sadist. Yeah. I didn't know that they had games <laughs> that in depth about the violence. I mean, so the violence is so intimate in that, and it feels so real. Um, you know, you could just play it on your TV and have people just watching that shit because it plays cinematically. It makes me think of uh, a super upgraded version of um, uh, Nathan Drake, Uncharted. You oh, know yeah, how yeah, yeah. you were saying, or how people were saying that uh, Uncharted is very, very cinematic, and you know people's girlfriends won't bitch him out if they play it all the time. That's kind of how I'm feeling about Last of Us Two. You know where um, it's just the way that they played it. It was so cinematic. There was no HUD. I didn't see any HUD. I don't know if they took that out simply for the trailer or whatnot, but uh, it just, it looks so fucking beautiful. And the combat, it's, God, they've put so much science behind the physics of yeah. the fucking combat, you know? I look back at um, when Crisis 3 came out, and that was the biggest thing for physics. Like, they, they had physics that rendered how a bullet would cut through certain yeah. plants. Yeah, exactly. That's insane. That's dude. fucking yes. <laughs> the and just think of how long it takes to make that that kind of um, the determination it takes to make stuff like that. What I really want to talk about, and I'm going to show you a little bit about this. Because I know it's a big deal. 
This is awesome. What are we watching? This is Sony's uh, gameplay reveal. They showed the reveal trailer before this, but this is Sony's gameplay trailer or gameplay um, showing and showcase of Resident Evil 2 remake that they're going and they're doing in like a Resident Evil 5. You can turn the volume. They're doing like a Resident Evil uh, 5 format. Yeah. And it looks sick. It looks really cool. They look like they did a lot of uh, work on the environment. It's uh, just seeing this first um, seeing this first scene here where you're in the uh, Raccoon City Police Department. It's just like, holy shit, man. Seeing it all fleshed out. It's just like, it, this game came out and it had that horrible camera angles and just it, it was it was beautiful, but it was horrible at perfect, the same yeah, time. Perfect so, for its time, but it, as it aged... It, it was, didn't age well at no, all. Yeah. No, it's but, not one of those ones you can go back and play, not like any classic. It's know? one of those games you can go back and be like, man, this was great for its time, but I also see why games didn't do this anymore after this era <laughs> right? of yeah. gaming. Like, I see why they didn't do this tank control. And, and who, it's it's not Capcom? Yeah, it's Capcom. It's Capcom. Yeah. Okay, so that explains the very, um, you know... Japanese style gameplay oh, where yeah. the uh, the physics are very broken, so it makes me think of Devil May Cry and you know of course Bayonetta. Oh, <laughs> Devil May Cry, they announced Devil May Cry Five. Ooh, and it looks sweet. so clean. It looks pretty cool. Nice. And the big okay, deal they made is that the guy who made the original one. one and two, uh, is it one and two? The, the one of the, the the gaming directors who was in charge of the first, like the best ones. Yeah. Um. I think even number three or something, but like he was in charge. Uh, oh, one and three, because two was hot garbage, but one and three was amazing. Steaming. Four was really good, hot. and then they made that that new like reboot, and then now there's Devil May Cry five, and okay, everyone's like, oh, okay, this looks good because they're making a big deal. The original director was is is taking charge of this, and he's comes back. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't know. I haven't played Devil May Cry games in a while. I definitely didn't play the reboot. I want to because it's on Xbox Games Pass, and I have that in Xbox Games Pass. Sweet. <laughs> um, We're just going to, you know, add a little sponsorship there. Also, since Fortnite came out on the Nintendo Switch, I've been playing the shit out of that. I, I got to get that. That was my first time dumping into, uh, just jumping into Fortnite. Fortnite, yeah. yeah. And I figured, man, this is a great time. Look, it's on the Switch. I could take it with me. I tethered it to my phone, and I was at work, and I was able to it stayed a match. It wasn't um, glamorous, you know, with its phone connection, but it wasn't. It was way better than I thought it was gonna be, honestly. Tethered so, it to the phone. so yeah. what? The, what you're able to play it on the phone, like with all? Um, I play it on the Switch. I just lit a moth on fire. I feel <laughs> good about myself. <laughs> you take the Switch and you you tether it to your mobile wi- uh, Wi-Fi hotspot. You know, you just sign in. I my phone can cast, you know, Wi-Fi. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's neat. Yeah. And uh, <coughs> thank you, T-Mobile, with unlimited data. Like, I don't I don't trip about when I play a game on my phone because data is unlimited. So, <laughs> so goddamn. Yeah, go. so it's it's good to be able to, to do that. That really pays off when you want to game with a Switch, you know. Um, especially because there's so much limit on home internet now. Like, it's going to be, you know, all the internet services. Is there, oh, yeah, there has terabyte, been. Because, there's caps, um, yeah. God, what was it? That net neutrality? Is yeah, that what it was then, that they fucked up on? Yeah, and now gaming, um, you know, 4K gaming files are fat, and all those textures mm-hmm. and all those graphics, that shit is not, those are not small, even 4K movies, those are not small files. God, no, they're not. And now Like, downloading that shit to your computer, you have to have an external hard drive, otherwise everything's just, oops, shit, my bad. And now they're going to make it super hard 
for people to get these things because mm-hmm. it's going to be harder to download them. So now that means premium content is going to be even more expensive than it really should be, and that sucks. But we digress. Back to the <laughs> video game. Back to the video games and less hating on society, which we spend most of the day doing. Or at least I do. Super Mario Party. Holy shit. Let's Just because they talk about all the games. Think about all the games you can do with just a single Joy-Con. There's a lot of shit. You can do sword fights. You can do fishing. Oh, it's you infinite, do, honestly. Uh, they have a little, some way you shake it and it looks, it makes you move a uh, little tricycle. I'm waiting for like a saw one where you could like, you know, physically push the knife in inch by inch and they have like the no, that'd be fun. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> or like, you know, you have to like saw your leg off or some oh shit like God, that. By gonna... the way, I'm not even a big fan of saw movies. That's just where I went. So I wish saw movies were better. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I wish they stopped at Saw 3, but they made 6. And we, did, we didn't need 6. I was kind of good after Saw 1. We, I was we didn't hoping... need 3 is what I was going to say next. <laughs> yeah. Um, 1 and 2 was like, okay. You did it. That was cool. And then <laughs> good accomplishment. When I saw three, I, I was like, "What did it?" And then, and then I heard four was coming. Out, I said, "What the fuck?" And everyone's like, "They have a contract for six. And I'm like, "We don't need those." And literally, it's just movies that are trying to fill the space. Like, oh, but wait, what else? Anyways, we're digressing a lot because we're high a lot. Totally. <laughs> um. So we um. But the party though the. Super Mario Party. I'm just so curious what games they're gonna have with that because it's at that point they're just having fun. They're just trying to make things that are fun and they're not really conscripted to any specific. Well, look, we got the Switch here. The Switch is an amazing piece of hardware, and the Switch is is ready to do its job. It's ready to be the system that it should have always been. It's ready to be in the hands of everybody playing the games that they want to play. We got Doom, we got Skyrim. I'm sure Bethesda has a couple of other titles that are going to creep their way over. I mean, Wolfenstein 2 comes out in maybe has like Fallout a not? Uh, no, Gone to Fallout's it. not. All right, well, I'm just that's, waiting for that. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, yeah. okay, well, I have Skyrim. And once you put Fallout 3 or 4, even Fallout 3, put oh Fallout 3 God, for 20 bucks. Fallout 3. Dude, Fallout 3, Fallout New Vegas. You can sell that for $40. Ordered on the Switch in a bundle. If you guys could, like, refurbish or make that, like, really nice and clean, like, update the graphics and everything, I promise I will buy it over and over. Yeah, it's one of those games that I, it's hard to... Bethesda is amazing. Even on, what, Metacritic rated them the best publisher? Something all, like that, yeah. Like, like, I definitely believe they, they fucking deserve it. I think, honestly, that they deserve it so much more. I remember when EA was the top, and then they just destroyed gaming you know ea got on first it was sports games ass which you know they still have now and i don't know which corporation they're hiding under now but <laughs> like right? they because they were they were just corporate mogul money <laughs> corporate mogul that was a little redundant yeah but yeah it's um that's kind of the, the title that you thought of it, and unfortunately gaming, you associated it closely with money-making. No offense to Xbox and what they did in the past, but all those fucking <coughs> microtransactions. I'm sorry, guys. It doesn't work. Well, I think that... No, 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 that's not true, because there's microtransactions that do work. No, I know. And it's, they and, they're making... And crazy. what's crazy to think about, that now there's a terminology... Now when we talk about gaming economy, we're talking about the economy in each individual game, and... It's true. You know, that that's another whole branch of of you know what, let me show you something too. That's a whole other branch of developing an R and D on a game. And speaking of which, 
I have been saving this because I actually signed up for EA announced another game that, um, a couple days ago that was for their phone. Some people are really mad. Command and Conquer Rivals. Yeah. Command All right. and Conquer Rivals. They've moved it. They said that there's the pre-alpha. I signed up for it, and I got allowed access to play it. So I'm actually nice. going to go ahead and play. I, I did through most of the... Uh, played through pretty much most of the tutorial, and okay. now it's going to let me do my first battle against somebody, <clears throat> and so I figured I was going to do this with you. Okay, let's see. So, I'm watching this game first time. Here we go. Gotta love these. No, so, this is where I'm at. This is them. Basically, based RTS. the idea is you have to go ahead and take hold of each one of these panels. Okay. And once you do that, those panels are going to take control of this missile. The idea is to take total control of this missile here. And the, each care each base can take one missile. I'm sorry, two missile hits before it's destroyed. Oh shit! He's got a tank. He That's waited up crazy for that. Crazy where this mobile gaming is going now. Yeah, it's fucking insane. A lot of people are pretty upset, but I think this is a really why good are they upset format. about this? Uh, just the fact that they went ahead and, and they're they're doing command and conquer, but they're I don't know. People are upset because they're not doing command and conquer the way that they it want them to has do command and conquer. Yeah, like but a big RTS. App. But I thought this was a really good step and a really good way to do this. Honestly, that's the thing. All right, if somebody makes an app, like a, a gaming company, and they get enough money behind it, they're going to have enough money to fund their next game. And yeah, that's totally. the interesting thing about apps, is apps can make so much more money than your regular games. Because, again, all these little microtransactions. Um, and, and I'll be honest, Fallout Shelter, you got gonna me give me a couple times. <laughs> Just going nuts on this thing over here. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of, uh, God, there was this old Game Boy game I had, and, uh, it, it's a very loved franchise still. It was like the red team and the blue team, and you commanded... It was turn-based. You commanded your troops where they could move, and then, um... I'm gonna have a horrible description on this. It was very anime in style. Damn it, I've lost it. Yeah, I'm basically gonna lose here real quick. Sorry, I got quiet because it's... I'm, I'm, this is the first time I've ever done an online match, and uh, I totally messed up and I forgot to buy a harvester. So I've been really low on all my resources the whole time yeah. so this game is pretty cool because this guy's gonna whoever controls this point of the missile and then once this bar fills up that missile shoots to your, either my base or his base i probably not gonna be able to control this one. so yeah so what it is it's like a king of the hill and whoever gets the king of the hill gets to launch megaton yeah and that's me i'm gonna lose <laughs> Cool. So yes, it's it's pretty solid as far yeah. as mobile games go. I mean, they put a yeah. lot behind it. Um, the the engine doesn't seem like it's too overly heavy for you know um, for it at all. So it could work for probably lower systems, maybe. Yeah, no, and and it's uh, the thing is, this is totally really a cool idea because I was like, wow, one to one. Really small scale. Look how fast that battle takes. RTSs usually take forever. Now, as far as apps go, we need to talk about what the Elder Scrolls are doing. Oh, oh my god, god, that is beautiful. I They're really doing a Blades call. game. They have an I'm shitting mode. It's like, it, 
They didn't say that, but did you notice in the announcement when he's all, oh and you can turn it and play it in portrait mode as well, <laughs> which means, you know, if you have one hand, what? Well, like, and I'm like, Todd Howard, that's an I'm shitting mode. I know you have an I'm shitting mode, and I'm like, you know what, that's really good, because I'm going to be honest, <laughs> I, I've, I've played a lot of games while I'm shitting. You know, it helps relieve that's the That's the best way to think about yeah, it. Yeah, I think so, you know. Um, I feel dirty afterwards, but... Yeah, uh, I've been concept. crazy playing this game right now. <laughs> I am so into this right now. And because uh, I want to win now that I've started playing it, I'm like, I really want to win against. But one the of Elder these Scrolls Blades, I'm I'm curious about uh, when, along the whole, Hamriel, uh, timeline, it's based because I believe one of the earlier games was called Blades as well. And that would be very interesting if it was basically a redo of their old game. Let me see what the first Elder Scrolls were called. And I'm going to see. Elder Scrolls on mobile isn't great. You know, everybody's going to have their own opinion. Oh, it looks amazing. Yeah, it looks amazing. And the thing is, I know it's going to have issues at first. Uh, but they're going to work that shit out now. Elder Scrolls 1 was Arena, 2 was Daggerfall, um, and then, of course, Morrowind, which was, oof, we have to love and respect that. Okay, and so I was thinking so of Daggerfall cool. as Blade. It has a, it's got a sharp edge. Because um, uh, I'm still trying to win. <laughs> you got a little determined now. Um, yeah. Yeah, but that one, I'm... I'm fascinated by it and see what they're doing with it you know what it adds to the canon to the lore i mean i'm a literature nerd so i'm always into that kind of shit again y'all need to release one for fallout please please i would love a fallout book any schwiggity uh any new other kind of releases talking about there um basically there are a few other releases uh i'm oh damn i just died again oh <laughs> i need to get better at this game but um, I love Mario plus Rabbids. I don't know if I showed you that, but it's like an XCOM Mario and Rabbids Yeah, game. that's what you were saying, which, I mean, Man. fascinates me, but I haven't gone near it because I'm already... It, XCOM is dangerous. It's super good. I didn't even get a chance to play it. I showed it to my girlfriend, and she played the hell out of it until that shit was done. That game was... Wait, really? Was, yeah. <laughs> I, and she was like, and it was awesome. She was stuck on it, but now they're doing a Donkey Kong expansion that's released on, uh, I think, the 26th of this month? I think it's June 26th, yeah. But uh, I want them to do a Lovecraft version. <laughs> you want everything Lovecraft. Lovecraft this, Lovecraft that. Well, he's uh, fucking God. That's Ab not my fault. Abraham hit me with a wiffle ball. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm just excited for all that stuff. So we got one last segment here for you before we turn in, guys, and, and uh, give you... Your ears rest. We wanted to talk about. I'm gonna shoot it over to Tyler to talk about some uh, some beautiful, beautiful nerdy literature here. Yeah, we've got Ben Temple Smith. Okay, so let me just first go over who Ben Temple Smith is. Ben Temple Smith is a amazing Australian. He has okay. I don't know if we have a bio here, but he has a either masters or he's got a degree in design. Yeah. Um, and it really shows throughout his art. It looks a little there's barking cords. We need to go wireless, my friend. Um, but this one right here oh yeah, I was going on a goddamn thing. 
Okay, the one that everybody will recognize him from is he was the artist who did uh, 30 Days of Night, uh-huh. right? And everybody oh, okay, kind of knows okay. that by the shitty movies and all that. I didn't watch that movie, so okay, it, well, it was a graphic novel first. Yeah, right? the uh, the comics were okay, but yeah. it's written by Steve Niles, who basically writes about vampires and zombies and werewolves and all that stuff in any different form he can, but that's about all he Are writes. Are vampire werewolf orgies and stuff? Yeah, like that yeah, exactly. Mm. But Ben Temple Smith is a fucking genius, and his art is amazing, and that was kind of the only reason why I really kept up with that series. But Wormwood is his beauty. This is his magnum opus. I really think so. Uh, Wormwood is this cosmic ethereal worm, and the whole world and, of everything in Wormwood is very Lovecraftian, so I have my little thingy for it. But um, what I like is it's like any writer when creating a project, they cannot help but put themselves in the project, obviously. it's You're only hearing your voices, even if you're trying to put them in somebody else's shoes. It's only your voices. Um, but Wormwood is very much Ben Temple Smith's voice. Like, I, I think he's really, you know, he, he likes to inhabit that character, much like uh, Jonan Vasquez loves to inhabit Johnny the Homicidal Maniac, yeah. or Roman Dirge loves to inhabit his little dead girl, Lenore. Sounds very interesting, but it's good, I swear. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's an understanding of parts of your own psyche. And, you know, this is a, so the the art art is, I know. So what he does is he works this out um, physically first, you know, he draws it. I think it looks like a watercolor. Yeah, and then he does the watercolors, and then he actually goes under and uses, uh, I'm not going to say it's Photoshop, I don't know which program he uses. But he does a digital touching. But he does a digital touching, and just know that Ben Templesmith is fucking hilarious. I'm just going to read a small thing on the first page here. Um, Okay, well, no, I'm not going to read it directly. It doesn't matter. But he brings up the concept (laughs) of a cheaper alternative for breast milk. I just want that to sink in. A cheaper alternative for breast milk. And then we go on from American uh, (laughs) politics from there. And so the beautiful thing, the, the sure story about, about it somewhere, right? Oh God, yes. The beautiful story about this is uh, a galactic interdimensional fungus that feeds upon narcissism has inhabited the American political system. What the fuck? <laughs> you lost me. I know, but it's fucking beautiful. Um, the artwork alone makes me want to just look at this. If, if just anybody can just look read this. it. And uh, what is it? They call Sarah Palin a soulless husk at some point, <laughs> which I view to be as very solid. The picture they use to depict Trump is one of the best ones. And you know, you just see all this crazy shit that's going on. You can't even explain what's happening here. But anyways, for anybody who's a fan of Wormwood, this is a fantastic a addition guy, right? to the series. He's like I said, he's this interdimensional worm. <laughs> he's in a dead body right now, so That's he goes a, yeah. through different dead bodies. But it has you know the whole cast. So we've got uh, Phoebe, we've got Pendulum, we've got Medusa with all their great lines and all their humanity hating shit. We also have a beautiful uh, Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> Just so you know, 
But Abraham Lincoln has this speech at the end, which is like the real meaning and like the the body of what Ben Temple Smith is trying to say here. Uh, and I just I don't know. <laughs> Listen up, you lot, and you've got this super angry Abraham Lincoln. I'm not I'm not going to ruin it all, but it, he he's great, and he makes this beautiful speech, and <laughs> and then this other thing. Oh yeah. This is also an interesting comparison to Preacher, which I have tattooed on me. I fucking love it. Uh, Preacher <laughs> yeah, is like an Preacher. Irish, yeah. Preacher is an Irishman's survey of America and talking about how our religion and uh, Christianity is like a business and controlling us. It's got deeper meanings than that and whatnot. But it, this this reminds me of it because it's like an Australian's view of America and <laughs> the crazy shit that we have going down here. And they make comments. You never see Trump in here. Because he's always twittering. Oh, he's so always kept behind tweeting. things twittering. Yeah. Um, but this next part that they have is great because it's Wormwood and Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, the whole thing here, the comparison that he's building is capitalism killed Christmas. You know? And they bring up some ancient traditions of Christmas as well and um, what it was really about, which it, it, it's not what it's about Either way, the art is beautiful. Santa Claus is in there. Here's a little Trump. He's at the end, just as an art style, because Ben Templesmith couldn't help himself in drawing it. <laughs> but it's a fucking beautiful comic, and anybody who loves Ben Templesmith, or if you're in for a good read, get it. Mr. Yes. Wormwood Goes to Washington. If you love that one, go grab his other stuff. I, I love this shit. Ben Templesmith has been going hard for a while. I also find it funny how all these uh, Australians are making good comments on America, like uh, Jim Jeffries, the comedian. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he had this whole special on it, and uh, I saw him live. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so it's like, America is really being viewed a bit more as the enemy now, too. So a while back, Garth Ennis wrote a comic called 303, in which America is shown oh, to be shit, the enemy. Oh, shit, Motherfucking hey, Go ahead. <laughs> Um, anyway, so America is shown to be the enemy, and at first it's like, fuck, really? And then you look at it, and we've done horrible things over in Baghdad and whatnot, and we've bombed the shit out of innocent towns, um, and just, you know, killing people because we thought they might be hiding nuclear missiles or some shit like that. And the characters really express the horror of witnessing that firsthand. Um, anyway, so it's just this interesting thing of looking yeah. more negatively at us and almost calling America the new Nazis, which is an interesting concept, um, because I, I, I don't know. I wonder where America's going, but we're not even going to get into that. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Great. Wormwood Goes to Washington, the comparison to, I believe, Mr. Smith Goes to Washington, which was an old film. Yeah, so check that out, Ben Temple Smith. Just the artwork alone is awesome. Um, yeah, you can just so, get baked and flip through it. Yeah, we're gonna go ahead and call this, wrap this up at the end of the first episode here, because especially because this water heater's going on. So I apologize. Thanks for bearing with everybody. Um, thanks for bearing with us with our our new cast here, uh, working title. Not sure what it's gonna come out with, uh, but we're gonna we're gonna probably decide for that just after this. Uh, more fun shit to come in the following weeks. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, keep smoking, keep reading, keep playing, keep chain, keep Find playing. the any button. We'll find the any button, and we'll see you there. Peace out. Button.